0: What's up everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Shauna. I'm Sam.
1: And I'm Bobby. And this is Speaking of Missing Persons. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Speaking of Missing Persons, and welcome to the new listeners. Before we get into today's episode, a little bit of business. We have two other shows. If you like this show and you just want more of us, go check those out, Speaking of Murders and Speaking of Hauntings. um, If you want to see photos from today's case, you can find those on our socials. Those are linked in the episode description. Uh, We also have a Patreon linked in the episode description, but in case you don't feel like going to look, it's patreon.com slash haunted So if you have a case you want to recommend or suggest to us, send that to our email, missingmurderedhaunted@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And while you're digging around there on the internet, on our sites and stuff, leave us five-star reviews. Leave comments, share with your friends. We'd really appreciate it. It helps us out. So all of that said, Sarah. Tell us about a missing person.
0: Love to Bob. Today, I'm going to tell you about an 18-year-old boy named Lee Cutler. He was from Buffalo Grove, Illinois. After attending a birthday party for a family member on Friday, October 19th, 2007. Lee came home and asked his mother Beth if he could go stay the night with a friend. She told him yes, but asked that he call her to let her know he made it there, okay? Thing is, is she fell asleep like not very long after he left. So when she woke up in the morning, she realized that he hadn't called her to let her know he made it to his friend's house. Beth called Lee several times that Saturday morning. But his cell phone just went straight to voicemail. He was not responding to her text messages either. So she started to get worried. But remembered that he was supposed to be at work that day at 12 o'clock. So Lee worked at the Hawthorne Center Mall in Vernon Hills, Illinois. He worked at a store called Rock America. And Beth drove there at noon And his manager told her he had not shown up, but that he might have gotten mixed up and thought he worked at five o'clock that day. But nothing I could find explained how he would have confused noon and five.
2: Right.
1: Maybe his normal shift would have started at five, but he was working a different shift that day. Could have been. And didn't
2: realize it. It happens all the time to us at work well not me because i have a set schedule but a lot of other people they will be like oh shit i didn't realize i worked because i didn't actually look because they get set on a set schedule for a couple weeks and then it changes so because the manager
0: you know said there could have been a mix-up beth drove home and tried calling him again lee was notorious though for forgetting to charge his cell phone and she didn't know if he like took the his charger even with him to the friend's house she decided that all she could do is wait until five o'clock and check back with his job to see if he showed up and in the meantime she was just gonna hope he was hanging out with his friends and you know his phone was just dead She called Rock America at 5 p.m., but was told by the manager he still wasn't there. Beth knew something was wrong, because this was not like her son. They had one more hope, though. As a freshman in high school, Lee had founded the local chapter of BBYO, which was a Jewish youth organization. He was extremely active in this group, and... His mom knew that on that, like that day, he, they were supposed to be meeting at the bowling alley at eight o'clock that night. So Beth and Lee's stepfather, Barry, drove to the bowling alley that night at eight o'clock, but Lee wasn't there and no one there had seen him. So they sat and waited for a while in the bowling alley parking lot, but he never showed up. Now Beth was, like, fearing the worst. So she called the Buffalo Grove Police Department to file a missing persons report.
1: Did you say it and I missed it? Did she know which friend's house he was staying at?
0: She did, but none of the articles say any of his friend's names.
1: Well, I'm more curious, did she go to the friend's house?
0: It didn't say that she did. See, okay.
3: I was thinking the same thing. Like, did she try contacting the friend, the friend's parents, like go to their house if she knew where they lived?
0: Nothing I read said that she did any of that. Okay,
1: because I know you don't go into the work and and school and that kind of stuff makes sense. But like, if he was supposed to go to place A, why would you not start not at check? place yeah, A? Start at place A, then check place B and and C and whatever, but. I don't know. So that, I was curious.
0: Yeah, nothing I could find say that she said that she went to any of his friends' houses. Police came to the house, took the report, and while they were there, they searched his room. And they found nothing that indicated he intended to leave for a long period of time. Like, most of his stuff was still there. Family and friends told police Lee seemed fine the last time that they had seen him on Friday, and the friend that he had stayed the night with said that him and Lee and another friend had been up late playing video games, and that the other friend that was staying there—it kind of gets confusing because they don't use names—but the f- other friend who was staying there, Lee had given him a ride home at 9:50 a.m. on Saturday. So the last time he was seen by those two friends was at 9:50 a.m, if that makes sense. And he had told this friend when he dropped him off that he had to work at noon. So that's where his friends assumed that he had went, is to work. So he knew he was supposed to work at, at noon on Saturday. This is where the trail seemed to end at first, because Lee's cell phone records showed he had not used the phone since 1225 a.m. And he it, he just texted a friend and then that was it. So he didn't actually ever try to call his mom that night like he was supposed to.
2: Yeah, but that's also pretty common. Yeah, for I, an
0: eighteen-year-old.
2: Yeah, I had done that yeah. many of times. Yeah,
3: you get there and you start talking, you get wrapped up, and you don't even. Yeah, you yeah. And by the probably. time you,
0: and by the time you remember, you're like, mm, they're probably asleep, yeah, like and I don't want to wake the them up.
2: <laughs> or you're like, if they really cared that much, they would have just called me, right? Especially if she knew where this friend lives. Oh, he lives fifteen minutes away. I'll probably call him fifteen minutes.
0: Okay. Some of Lee's friends got together and drove around to look for him that night after the police were called. They were like going to places that they knew he liked to hang out. They didn't find him, but at a gas station, a clerk told them that they saw Lee that afternoon getting gas. But when police went back to question that clerk, they found out it was at 10 a.m., not that evening. So it was like 10 minutes after he dropped his friend off, he stopped at this gas station to get gas. Because his phone was dead or turned off, the police were not able to, like, ping it to figure out where his location was. So they couldn't use his phone to find him.
1: Wait, 10 a.m. Saturday? Yeah. Okay. So he
0: dropped his friend off at 9.50 a.m. Saturday And then he stopped, went to the gas station station and got gas at 10 a.m. Lee had turned 18 just three weeks before this, which made Buffalo Grove investigators kind of believe it was a voluntary missing person.
1: He just walked away.
0: Yeah. There was nothing to indicate foul play and they couldn't do anything if he left on his own because he was 18. But they soon got a break when Lee's Toyota Corolla was found late Sunday night. It was at a rest stop on Wisconsin Highway 33 in Fairfield, Fairfield, Wisconsin.
2: So wait, we went from Illinois to Wisconsin?
0: Yep. Okay. An officer with, I'm going to butcher this, the sock SOIC, S A U K? I don't know. Sauk? Sauk.
1: Yeah, I that would be my guess. Either Sauk or Sauk.
0: Okay, well, either way. So, an officer with this, that county sheriff's office had noticed the car sitting at the rest area and ran the plates, which then told him it belonged to a missing boy from Illinois. So, the search for Lee then moved. To Wisconsin, the car was found near the bluffs, which are located east of Baraboo, Wisconsin. So I am going with. Don't come at me. Lee had been to this place before with friends to go hiking, so he knew this area a little bit. A deputy was assigned to sit and just watch the car overnight to see if Lee returned to it. It's like one of those things, like, we'll sit here and wait. If he comes back, we'll ask him if he wants people to know where he is. If not, you know, they believed he was like just camping in the area. So they're still thinking that he's just voluntarily left. But Lee never came back to the car. The next morning, investigators searched the area and found nothing to them that appeared like Lee had just walked away. In his car, though, they found clothes and a receipt for a place called Kettle Moran State Park, which was about 70 miles from Buffalo Grove, Illinois.
3: Okay, I was going to say, from Buffalo to the Faraboo. Yeah, it's 80 miles. It was two and a half hours
0: Two and drive. a half hours. Well... It was eighty miles from Kettle Moran to Baraboo, which is where his car was. He had went to this state park according to the receipt, and they you had to like pay an entry fee to get into this park and that was at one thirty on Saturday, so it was like he got gas and then drove straight to this state park right police believe believed that it was lee that had done this they didn't still at this point don't think anyone else was involved beth and larry larry barry beth and barry did i fuck up his stepdad's name i think it is i think it is larry and i said barry earlier so sorry they drove to wisconsin like immediately as soon as they were told the car was there but they had to just sit and wait as deputies and firefighters comb the area. Pretty quickly, searchers found some blankets and a backpack in a wooded area near the Baraboo River, which Beth confirmed that they were Lee's belongings. Searchers spent the rest of the day looking for Lee in the woods, the hills, and nearby cornfields. They found no other traces of him at that point. Beth pleaded with Lee to come home on the news. His family was hoping that he had just felt the need to get away for a little bit because of stress and that he would be back. So when they did like their press conference, it was more of a pleading with him to come home and telling him they loved him and would help him through whatever he was going through. Cause they also at this point are thinking he just left because they don't know what else to think. Right. At the time, his grandmother had just been diagnosed with cancer and Lee was a little stressed out about school. His father told reporters that he was the type of person that was always on the go. He bounced back and forth between school, his job, and activities with the youth group he had founded. His friends described him as sort of like a hippie. He hated when people fought. And was always trying to get everyone to get along. His friends also described him as like always being someone they could go talk to. But said he would keep all of his feelings bottled up inside and not talk to any of them about what was going on with him. He had struggled with depression in the past and had threatened to commit suicide his sophomore year in high school. But his family, like, got him counseling, and he, by all accounts, seemed to be doing a lot better. His biggest stress, though, seemed to be college, because he was an excellent student, but didn't feel like college was something he wanted to do, but his family was expecting him to go because of how smart he was lee wanted to move to israel he had family there and he wanted to join the military there but his mother said no so he stopped talking about it but it was like way before he went missing that that got brought up and he just stopped talking about it anymore at this makeshift campsite they also found an empty bottle of advil pm an empty package of I can't even say this cold medicine corsidin, is that right chloin corcedin, yeah, yeah, corcedin h b p yeah, so they found an empty package of that, the advil, and some bottles of water.
3: you gotta be careful with that stuff if you have a heart condition,
0: oh yeah, it's the one that has the heart, yeah, on the bottle box they also found several notebooks inside there were letters from his girlfriend like they were tucked in the back of one of the notebooks and there was a note to his mom and it said my head is too big for my shoulders finally i'll be able to sleep i know i'm not crazy i love you mom please be happy oh boy but it didn't say there was a date on it Hmm. that's what makes it questionable right they found no evidence of foul play but immediately became like extremely concerned that he might have committed suicide somewhere in the area so since he was camping like so close to the river they had dive teams brought in to look for him and a boat equipped with the sonar spent several days going up and down the river while these divers were combing through this cold, murky water. They had a hard time and described the water as being, like, the consistency of chocolate milk. Ew. While this was happening, detectives went back to interview Lee's friends and family again. They were trying to figure out, like, why he would go to Wisconsin. On Wednesday, an airplane was dispatched to fly over the area with thermal radar. The plane would pick up, like, the heat signature if he was still alive in the area. Or it would pick up, like, the temperature changes caused by decomposition. Well, they searched for several hours and found nothing. His friends said he had been quiet on that Friday but had not mentioned anything that was bothering him. His girlfriend said she asked him if he was stressed out about anything, and he said he just felt like he had no time to himself anymore. He told her he felt like he was always giving his time away to other people. But she said this was not an unusual conversation, that he always said that, that he didn't feel like he had enough time. And she said he didn't mention anything about Wisconsin. Well, on Friday, so almost a week after he went missing, it was announced by investigators that the divers had found a pair of tan pants draped across a branch by the river. Inside the pants, they found his wallet and the keys to the car. His belt was found on another branch nearby. So it was like he took his belt off, laid it across the branch, walked a little ways, then took his pants off and laid them on a branch. And this stuff was found 300 yards down the river from the campsite they found. Well, divers were confident that if he was in the river, they would find him. Because they said the way this river was... There were trees and branches in this area that would prevent anything from flowing past them the size of a body. Like they were so compacted in this area that there's no way a body could have floated past it. It would have gotten caught up in those trees and branches. By October 30th, they had gone through the entire area where they believed his body could be. They found no sign of him. This made them absolutely certain he was not in the water. Detectives said they had no proof he committed suicide, and that it was possible he just got a ride with someone and went somewhere else.
3: But just left his
0: pants. Well, he had. Uh, they had found other clothes in his car, so they don't.
1: Oh, know. I'm definitely getting the walked away vibe from yeah, this. One. I'm getting
0: like a
3: faked my own death so I could disappear kind of vibe i've been getting like this whole time so far
0: yeah and that's a big theory in this case
1: this is a packed up and went to israel type of vibe
0: well police did get two separate tips that kind of supported their theory that he got in someone else's car because the tips claimed that they had seen Someone that looked like Lee walking on Highway 33 that Saturday. One person also said, so a third person, totally different from those two, said that he saw Lee's car parked in the rest area, but that there was a light brown Pontiac Bonneville parked next to it. And that he saw a guy that looked like Lee standing next to that Bonneville on the phone with someone. But remember, his phone was dead. So police are like, okay, well, did he use this other person's cell phone to call someone and then got a ride from this person in in the Bonneville? Well, his friends and family believe he's still alive too. And they started a Facebook page. It's called Let's Find Lee. And his mother started a Find Lee Fund at the bank in Buffalo Grove to raise money for a reward By May 2008, so seven months after he went missing, his family reached out to their own underwater search expert that had, like, more advanced sonar technology. They agreed to search the river, but the expert, like, told the family straight up, like, we don't expect to find anything because we've seen what the police did during their search And they, like, searched the water. So this expert is like, we'll do this for you, but we don't think we're going to find a body. Because in seven months, they said it would have surfaced because of all the rain and all these things. Well, after their search, they, just like the police, said his body is not in this river. The conclusion that was reached was Lee was out there somewhere and just didn't want to be found. His case was closed in August of 2008, so like before it had even been a year that he was missing. Lee's name remains on the National Database of Missing Persons, but police are not actively looking for him. They believe Lee wanted to fake his own suicide so he could start a new life somewhere else. His family was told that the investigation would be reopened if new information became available. and. I think at this point, the family believes the police, like, that, yes, he faked it. He could have faked his own suicide so he could run off. They don't think he would actually really commit suicide because he was such a devout Jewish person, and they don't believe in that at all. Right? They really, like, they just want him to know that they love him and that he can come back home. That they won't, like, pressure him into doing things he doesn't want to do. But at the time of his disappearance, he had brown eyes, brown hair, was six feet tall and 150 pounds. He was last seen wearing a dark blue sweater with red stripes and a pair of khaki pants, which they found. And they still want information if you've seen him, just so they can verify if he you know, really did go missing on his own kind of a deal. You know what I'm saying? So they can take him off the missing person registry.
1: I'm wondering, so if you, there's a lot of things that you do that you have to use your social security number for. I'm wondering if they can look and see if his social security number has been used any time since then.
0: Yeah, I was wondering that same thing.
1: But maybe he changed,
0: like, his whole identity. And my thing is, is how did he get to Israel? Because he left his wallet with all of his identification, all of that, in those pants. So, like, that's why I don't necessarily, like, unless he really did find somebody to give him a really good fake identity kind of
2: a deal. He could have paid, like, a a freight boat.
0: I don't know, because they found, like all of his identification in his pants. Right. So I don't know. It's just like it was a weird thing to me. Like, yeah, it kind of does seem like he tried to fake his own death and just disappeared. But at the same time, I could see, like, something happening to him. Like, maybe he did just want to go out and just have a me day and then something Something bad bad happened.
2: happened. Like... I mean, it's Wisconsin. Aren't there bears there and shit? Couldn't he have been trying to fish in the river? That would have been the cause of him taking off his pants.
0: Would you fish in murky, nasty water, though? I don't know. Or maybe he got something on his pants and just was like rinsing them off or something. Picked
2: up by a bear.
0: Or maybe he fell in and was drying them off.
3: Well, I'm there was any sign of a bear or something that may yeah, have there attacked would have been him, blood. there would have been tracks or blood or a sign of some kind of like distress or fight in that area.
0: Right. You would have found his body. Like yeah. my thing is more of like a, what if it's one of your things? Like he fell into the river, hit his head on a rock, got amnesia. The person in the Bonneville took him somewhere and he just
3: started over. Started over. You never know. People, It that's a weird thing to me for missing persons because that is, like, a thing that happens that people don't even know that they're missing because
0: they, like, don't know who they are. Right. Because, I mean, he didn't have his ID on him, so he couldn't have just looked down at his ID and been like, this is my name and my address. I don't know. It's a It was a weird one to me when I read it because it could go either way in my head. I don't know. But... If you have any information, you can call the Buffalo Grove Police at 847 459 2560. His family is still trying to find him, even though police have closed the case.
1: All right. Well, if you enjoyed that episode, let us know. Give us five stars on wherever you're, whatever app you're listening to us on. Leave a review, share it. Like I said in the beginning, if you want to see photos, check out our socials. They're in the episode description. So is the Patreon if you want to follow. Get the bonus episodes every other week, every Saturday, or every other Saturday. And uh, does anyone have anything else they want to add in?
0: Nope. No. No.
1: All right. One last thing. If you know of a missing person case you'd like to hear on here, or there's a missing person in your life, send us info on it at our email, missingmurderthaunted at gmail.com. We'll see y'all next week.
2: Bye. 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 Bye.
0: Bye. bye. bye.